0: One of the things that I built this business on is about caring. It doesn't matter how much it costs me. It doesn't matter as long as they know that when they walk into the door, they know that we will take care of them and they walk out thinking, oh my God, this is the best experience I ever had
1: Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh
2: from the I Am CEO podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Anna Houlette of 77 Barbershop. Anna, it's great to have you on the show.
0: Hi, and How are you doing? Thank you for inviting me. I appreciate it.
2: Yes, definitely appreciate you as well too for taking some time out and all the awesome things that you're doing. And before we jumped into hearing about all that, I want to read a little bit more about Anna so you can hear about some of those awesome things. And she is a immigrant from Peru with over 35 years of experience in customer service. Initiated her career eight years ago when she decided to start cosmetology school and left her full-time job and decided to start a new career. And after five years of mastering her dream, she decided to start her own business. And with the help of her family and friends, she, re- she rebuilt the men's grooming industry and open 77 Barbershop, an old barbershop, filling with a modern view and a focus only on making the experience their best every time. Anna, super excited to have you on the show and all the things that you're doing. Are you ready to speak to the IMCL community?
0: Yes, absolutely. I'm ready for it.
2: Awesome. Well, let's make it happen then. So to kind of kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story.
0: So I immigrated from Latin America to Europe, which I lived in in England for a while. Then I got married, moved to the United States, and worked You know, with my family at the time, um, I pretty much did everything, and I focus and concentrate in customer service. So I have a very heavy background on customer service. That's something that I love to do. Um, I work for a uh, international hotel branch but there was always something on me that I was missing. So when I went through my divorce at the time with my previous marriage, I didn't, I felt like there was something that I needed to do. It is always been my dream to have my own business. So why don't I go ahead and do cosmetology? And I said, okay, well, let's go ahead and do it. And I did. I went through my whole um, year. Actually, I uh, ended up Earning so much credits that I graduated earlier because I was so focused into getting to um, know the industry, which is mainly serving people, you know, is a service industry. So uh, the school that I went, uh, uh, Paul Mitchell, back in Oklahoma, which is the state that I was living at, taught me a lot. I mean, I was top class, dean list. I had done a lot of things I was uh, uh, able Thankfully, I had never thought about going into men's grooming because there's not something that is is um, well known in that industry. It's, 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 it's something different. It's something that you have to learn separately from what you do. So once I graduated... I decided to open my own business because say I went to cosmetology school. This is what everybody does. So my, with the help of my husband, we ended up opening a studio, which I had a few girls that I graduated with working with me at the time. I ended up landing a job with a barber who actually got into a clipper. I could not stop. And it's been seven years since I've been doing this. And I'm, I guess to the point that, the, that my team that I work with right now, they keep telling me, you know, how much you know, you you it's like my clipper. It could, I have to have the latest one, the best one because it's just it's like a card to me. So, and that's how I ended up being doing this. I wanted to go ahead and tell everybody that this is not what it was done a hundred years ago, or fifty, even even though twenty years ago, the industry has been I will welcome women into this that we need to give them credit. So that I guess is something that we getting it and that's what I try to promote with cosmetologists, especially with not everybody. I tell once you get the license, your cosmetology license, they wanted to go ahead and move and learn more. They wanted to Open up. It's like a book that with many, many pages that you will be able to fill it in. So that's how I started as the passion that I had, and I tried to transmit that to everybody who works for me. So I've been blessed nice. to have an amazing team. I'm blessed to have girls that they are honestly half my age that are so amazing and, and so good on this, and they, they they want more. They want not just to be considered in this little square box. They want to move. They want to keep going. They want to create. And that does not, it's not easy to find. So, right. but I also it's a combination. I always tell people, you know, I can show you skills, but I don't, I cannot build personality. So you have to right. match both to be able to work in this industry. Yeah. So that's how I started.
2: <laughs> nice. Well, I appreciate you sharing that. And especially like hearing, you know, how you work with your clients and how you serve them. I almost feel like we, we sometimes forget, like, um, I feel like being and, and having good customer service is sometimes being excellent at your craft and learning your craft so I love to hear like the progression of how you kind of sharpen the saw and wanted to kind of go full in and learn everything you could learn it and like you you have that that metaphor that the you love it so much and the passion you can definitely hear in everything that you're doing that they're like cars and you know which one's the Mustang which one's the Tesla which ones might be um, the, 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 the beater the beater car and as well too and everything in between but I love how that passion kind of reigns through and how you work with your clients so I know you touched on a little bit how you serve your clients, and I think you might have touched on your secret sauce as well, too. Do you think your, your secret sauce and, and how you serve clients is, is that you have that cosmetology background or you're kind of approaching it from a different, unique way than other people might be?
0: Yes. And the reason why I said this is because is, is, um, I, I tried to explain it better by saying, you know, you have is whenever you know your skills very well that you know what it will work for everybody it's the same thing when you have to learn about makeup it's the same thing when you have to learn how to you know do a perm or anything like that you need to know your environment to be able to know how to process things how to process color how to do highlights is the same thing in this industry you know you have to know the shape of the face you need to know what works better for you and so and I tried to pass that to them and they say you have to take pride in what you do and there will be good days and there will be bad days that's okay but mainly you need to show the person who seats on your, because that's what it makes us different. Because every time you somebody seats on your chair, show them that you care. Not show them that it is another person on your chair. Show them that you care. And that's what we do. We care about it. It's, we, um, it one of the things that I built this business on is about caring. It doesn't matter how much it costs me. It doesn't matter. As long as they know that when they walk into the door, they know that we will take care of them and they walk out thinking, oh my God, this is the best experience I ever had. And that's how we are five stars.
2: (laughs) Nice. I I love that. And I appreciate that so much. And I think there's a quote that says, people don't care how much you know, they know how much you care. And that caring is such a really, you know, huge part. And and then I think even Martin Luther King has a quote too, where he talks about um, no matter what you're called to do, even if it's being like a street sweep, you street, the, you, you sweep those streets better than anybody else, and I think we all have gifts, passions, and if we really like have pride. I love that word, pride in what you do, because sometimes that can get lost in quote unquote, trying to make a buck, trying to build a business, trying to reach all those goals, but having pride in what it is that you do so that every time you have that, that ownership and that um, kind of caring you know, approach to what it is that you're you know, you're trying to execute on for the clients that you work with. So absolutely appreciate that. So I wanted to switch gears a little bit, and mm-hmm. I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book, or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient?
0: So I love when people tells me how good I am and I always tell them I cannot be this good. I have to always, there is always room for improvement. I don't care what it is. I don't know if it's small or is big, but there is always room for improvement because if I believe that I'm good all the time, then my head gets bigger and I forget about everything else. So I always tell, tell me what I do wrong so I won't do it again that's the only way by having feedback by being open all my customers whenever they come in and they get the service i will survey and I say if there is anything you can do to make this even better than what it is let me know and they are a hundred percent down they always send me an email saying hey you are the best but you can do this better perfect and i do not punish people for doing things wrong because everybody had a good day and a bad day but i always said listen what they're telling you so you can understand what you're missing so you can be the best of the best. That's how we can get there.
2: Yes, I absolutely love that. And I think I love that you said, you know, asking for feedback, but also being open to it. You know, I always like to say be better than you were yesterday. If you're able to do that and continue to do that, then, you know, over time, you'll be, you know, really excellent at your craft. So I, I love exactly. that. Awesome. 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 So I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So this could be a little Mm -hmm. bit more of a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something if you were to hop into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self.
0: So I will tell myself, be patient. I will say, if it meant to be, meant to be. So just take your time. Don't rush. Sometimes we can rush thinking that's the best decision because we want to have something right away and it lasts only a few seconds. And then, you know, you have to deal with the consequences of your own act. So if I have, if I have to tell something to myself, will be just be patient because I'm not a patient person at all. So I have to have somebody to pinch me a little bit and say, okay, calm down and slow down. You're going too fast just to slow down, you know?
2: Well, if you see my younger business self, make sure you pinch him too, because I too kind of struggle with that. I think anybody that has that ambition and has that desire to be at a certain place, sometimes you can lose, you know, you just lose that patience. You you want to kind of, you know, work and to make that happen. And sometimes that could be a double disorder. It could be a great thing. Mm-hmm. It could be a not so great thing at times, but being yeah. patient is one of the things we have to remind ourselves of, you know, embracing the journey that we're on. So now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition <laughs> of what it means to be a CEO. We're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Anna, what does being a CEO mean to you? Is it
0: stressful, is very time consuming and is very tiring. <laughs> But it's not a bad thing. It, it is reality. It's not simple. It's not easy. But also shows that you care, because it's a CEO is not somebody who does only gives orders. You know, it's like, well, what you got, I got you. I paid you for these. This is what you need to do. And it is not about that. I um worked with somebody for over twelve years. That he was a few years older than me. It wasn't even a lot. And is my mentor because she was my manager, and she always tells me, "Put yourself on their shoes. That's the only way you will learn, and the people will be loyal to you if you understand them." And that's absolutely my motto every single day. Um, if I wanted to be a CEO, I have to be a leader, and it's something that I I did a struggle at the beginning because you are an employee before you are an at CEO. So you follow orders. So it was hard for me to. Stop being an employee to be a CEO. So I understood that he's stressing. Yes, because I care about my people. I care about my employees. I care about my business. I care about that on top of everything, everybody's happy and, and they love what they do because that's the only way they're going to become loyal to you. That's the only way they're going to follow you. They're going to be, you have to lead them. I might have been doing something good that we are going, right? Because if you're not doing something good, that means that you should be going down. But no, we're going, I have more people, and I feel proud that people are looking for me now to work for me. Before it just to be the other way, just to be like, baby, please come and work for me because they didn't know who I was. So finally, I'm building that. I, I, I finally, people are seeing me as a role model, and that's what I always wanted to see that there is light at the end of the tunnel <laughs> because sometimes they think, oh my God, it's is another job, this is another, you know, pay. But I don't want them to see that. So that's that's what I will say. That's what
2: it means to be a CEO. I I love that. And I I love it because it gives a realistic look. And I think that it sounds like even when you, you know, you bring somebody else onto your team, you're trying to make sure that it's a good match for them so that it's a win-win-win scenario. And I think Mm -hmm. even, you know, being a CEO, being an entrepreneur, business owner, starting a business, whatever and however we call it, so many times people skip over those three words. They don't hear Mm -hmm. the stressful. They don't don't hear that sometimes 24-7, how time consuming it is. And and just Mm -hmm. all those different aspects. So I think it's so important, um, that definition, because it gives a realistic look at what it is. And I think that's when you start to lean into how passionate are you about it? Because if you are passionate, you start to make that impact. It becomes worthwhile to take those sacrifices because you are making that impact on such a a high and and, and impactful degree.
0: Absolutely. I mean, it's not simple. It's not easy. But I think. Every type of every kind of job, even if it's you know an employee, even a CEO, or even if you own the business and, and an accountant, any type of job is stressful. So it will be on our side; it will be difficult not to say that it's not as stressful because it's telling us ourselves lies that we might end up regretting later. So you know you right. have to come with your wide your eyes wide open to be able to confront and and see what you're doing to be able yeah. to understand that you know this is a struggle, but before or after the storm is the calm so we will mm. get that you have like I said you have to put in what you're going to harvest later so it takes time and, and it took me two years right now in a steel until the point right now that I'm still stressing out but that's my job that's what I own this this is my my sense this is my essence sorry this is my mm. essence this is what I wanted so if I want something I have to give it out to be able for them to be able to understand where I came from. So. It's a tough job, but I'm up to it.
2: Yes. (laughs) I'm not giving up. (laughs) Yeah, I I love and appreciate that. And I think, you know, sometimes we forget it's always, it's always darkest before dawn. That's one of the quotes that I always tell myself, you know, when you're going through those difficult times. But I think, again, if you understand the journey, you understand it's not going to be sunshine and rainbows all the time. There's going to be some less than ideal times. And if you get through those, then you'll have some, you know, higher, you know, peaks and valleys and and things like that. So um, truly appreciate that definition. I, of course, appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is just pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you and your team and find out about all the awesome things you all are working on.
0: Well, I'm taking the hat off and I'm trying to do as much as as I can, but we're all on Facebook, Twitter. We are on Instagram. We have a Snapchat. We have everything that you can think about it. We do it. (laughs) If I'm not wrong, I'm saying this. I think it's uh, uh, at 77 Barbershop. I think in every, all the social medias and our website is www.stafforhercat.com and all our information is there. And if you can contact directly, you can download the app.
2: Nice. Well, I absolutely appreciate that. To make it even easier, we'll have the links and information in the show notes too so that everybody can click through and find out about all the awesome things you're doing. Appreciate you providing us some value as
1: well today. And I
2: hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day.
1: You too as well. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the IMCEO CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. IMCEO CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Get your driven CEO gear at ceogear.co. Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com. This has been the I M CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.